0: Let me just welcome those who join us online and those who are joining us here in the sanctuary. Happy Sabbath to everyone. I'm going to invite you just to bow your heads with me as we open the word together. Father, thank you so much. God, you deserve our highest praise. You're precious. You're holy. You're amazing. Father, today we come to you knowing knowing full well that we we need you. We're here this morning and this, this afternoon as well to to express our worship and our praise to you. You have heard us singing, you have you have heard us you have heard our prayers, you have you have been blessed, Father by the entire worship experience that gives us joy and so now father we we look to your word we know there are things within your word today that you would like to teach us the experiences that we're going through right now within our families in, in the workplace, in our community, wherever we are, there are experiences right now in our life, in our lives, where we need your attention. And so Father, pour yourself out upon us. Speak to me as you speak to your people. And Father, I commit all that I am in your hands. I ask Lord that you just use me as you choose. May you be praised. May you be glorified. And may you be blessed as we are today in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. wanted to share the title with you this morning. Uh, I am indeed humbled, I should say, by, by this word. The Lord has certainly worked on my heart with it and today I want to I want us to work together through it. We'll be talking about meekness. What did I say? It's a fruit, as you know, of the Spirit, but it's one of those that is so intense. I want to begin with our title today, which is our church vision. Every disciple prepared for the second return of Christ. That is the vision of our church. Notice we are disciples. Amen? And we are looking forward to Jesus coming back. And while we look forward to him coming back, I want us to always remember this. Jesus wants to make us like himself. Amen? That's his goal. And in order to do that, to accomplish that, that involves maturity, and it also involves multiplication. I know, I know as a people, uh, we have a focus, which is so amazing, on multiplication. Amen? Amen? As a global church, the Seventh-day Adventist Church is is one of those churches that is expanding all across the world. But at the same time as we expand, we must always remember what is God interested in? He's interested in expanding mature people. Are you with me? If we're not growing as a Christian, while we're sharing about Christ, that is a bad formula. I hear silence, but I know you agree with me. Correct? Jesus is very much interested in taking us from where we're at to somewhere else. Amen? And what does he use to achieve his goal? He has a partner. He has two partners his father and the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is the one presently today who is doing the work of maturity within the life of his disciples. Are you with me? And so it is. Something I believe the Lord has impressed me when it comes to this church. And in my previous church as well. That as we think of reaching the community, we must always remember the goal is to be like Christ. Amen? Amen? Amen. And if we become like Christ more and more each day, we will have that Pentecostal result all right, that the disciples within the church of Acts experienced. We live in a fast food uh, uh, world, so to speak, with microwaves and you name it, and, and fast food restaurants, right? But there's one thing we can't microwave. <laughs> it doesn't happen fast, right? That is sanctification. It's a process of a lifetime, but it's a process. Are you with me? There's no place where God desires that to keep on hold while we try to accomplish other things. It's a growth experience. Maturity and multiplication. When we talk about the fruit of the Spirit... And we have covered several of them so far. If God says it, he knows exactly what he's talking about. You hear me? He's the one who made us. He's the one who redeemed us. And he knows how to make us more loving. Isn't that true? He's the one. And he's the one who knows how to make us more what? Long-tempered. Remember that? He knows how to make us more And today, I believe it's his desire to make us meek. Meekness. In the Bible, the Bible describes meekness as something that is inward, that is beautiful. What did I say? It's inward and it's beautiful. Not only that, When it describes meekness and being meek, it it, it describes as something of a great treasure. The most expensive thing you ever have in your grasp. Can you imagine that? All right, let's turn to 1 Peter. Let's look at it together. It's so beautiful, but at the same time, it's it's a great treasure. If you know something, Elder Marlin. Beautiful, and it's a great treasure. Wouldn't you want it? Yes, sir. All right. What did I say? Chapter three, verse four. Peter is describing the outer dressing, and he's saying not to neglect the dressing outward, because the outward dressing makes man what beautiful. Are you with me? Ornaments. He used those words, right? But then he says, while you do that, don't neglect the what? The inner beauty. In verse 4, even the ornament of a meek and quiet spirit, which is in the sight of God of great price. Can you imagine that? Meekness is something that's of A great price. And it is something so delightful in the sight of God. I tell you, I read that text, I want to be meek, God. I want you to make me into a meek person. Amen? Amen. Come on, y'all, that's kind of weak. Listen, I want... I, I, like, I like how Ellen White puts it right here. So it's beautiful. It's a, it's a great treasure. Ellen White says, It is right to love beauty and desire it. But God desires us to love and seek first the highest beauty, she said. That which is imperishable. No outward adorning can compare in value or what? Loneliness our loveliness, with that meek and quiet spirit. Come on. You hear what she said? Acts of the Apostles, page 523. She says, no greater beauty can be seen in this, in the, in the, in the meek and quiet spirit. Not only is it all of that, but meekness sometimes may be looked at as weakness. Certainly not in the scriptures. You would find that. You would find that in the dictionary definition of meekness. But certainly, when you look at the Greek word, and we'll look at it for a second in a little bit here, meekness in the Bible is of tremendous strength. Tremendous strength. Was Moses meek? Remember Moses? When the Bible described Moses, the Bible described him as the the, the, the person who is the meekest man that lived on the earth. Can you imagine that? Moses was described as meek. There's nothing weak about Moses. Come on, y'all. Can you imagine this man standing before Pharaoh? as bold as you can get, and winning. And the Bible says that man was meek. In fact, we can go to Jesus. When Jesus describes himself, there's only one place you can find where he describes himself. If you find others, that's fine. You can tell add it to my list, okay? When Jesus describes himself, he says, I am what? Meek and lowly in heart. Can you imagine that? Jesus says, I am a meek person. And look at Jesus and how he lived. You talk about power under control being, a bold person who go to the extent of giving his life up for those he loved there is power behind him there is power within him there is nothing weak about meekness that's not the biblical meaning of that word and we can go on and on but there is tremendous strength there is tremendous beauty There's a great treasure hmm, in this fruit called meekness. Ellen White says, meekness and loneliness of heart are the conditions of strength and victory. (laughs) The conditions of what? Strength Strength and victory. Testimonies for the Church, Volume 5, page 475. Powerful, powerful. The meekness and lowliness loneliness of Christ is the Christian's power, she says. The Christian's power is seen in the meek. Mm. Mm. Maybe you see the Christian's power be seen, and, 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 and don't get me wrong here, There's power within it in explaining the 2300 days. Maybe that's where we see our power. Jesus is saying, your power is in this fruit of the Spirit. Why do I take months going through things that can help our maturing in Christ? I just want to make sure I follow the Spirit of God and share it. Are you with me? For you to consider it because that's what he wants. To go through life and not changing on the power of the Spirit is saying that the Spirit doesn't exist. I'm struggling with this thing for years, for decades, and yet still have an all-powerful Christ. God is saying, listen, it's time for this church to take a step. And today we're taking a step in meekness. Amen? Amen? Taking a step in meekness. Meekness. Is blessed. Meekness is what? It's blessed. Jesus said, Blessed are the meek. Didn't Jesus say that? Blessed are the meek. In other words, there, 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 there's such an anointing that's there upon this, this fruit. Of meekness and he finished it by saying it's not only blessed to be meek but he said listen there's a reward of being meek. Blessed are those who are, are meek for they will inherit the anybody want to inherit the kingdom of God? Anyone? Oh praise the Lord I do friends. Well, meekness is a part of that journey. Meekness is a part of that journey. You're going to see why it's such a challenge to us to live a life of meekness. Let's move to defining meekness. In the Bible, this is how I approach the meaning of words within the Bible. I do not look at the dictionary first to find the meaning of a word in the Bible. Are you with me? I always go to the original word in Scripture. And it's very easy to do. And one of the things I like to do is I would take all the time that that word is mentioned in the Bible. And I'll take all those scriptures and read them to see what is this word meaning here. You see what I'm saying? And then I'll put it all together. Can we do that today? All right. Let me let me count here. Let me just count. I one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine times. The word, the Greek word for is used nine times in the Bible here they are what I had to do was because I know I don't have all that time but you can, you can go through and do the same thing all I did was to read each text and I find that there were texts that were similar together for instance I'm going to come back to the top one but uh, it's in Galatians 5 verse 23 which is the text that we've been going through are you with me? that speaks about the fruit of the Spirit. That is also mentioned in Ephesians 4 verse 2. Paul is repeating the fruits of the Spirit and he mentions it there. Are you with me? So then I just put the two of them together. They're pretty much saying the same thing. Also, uh, 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 in that last part, I want to read a text from each at least today. But in the last one, uh, there are... Paul says, listen, meekness is something you have to follow after it, he says. In fact, you have to put it on. So there's a part for us to play. Are you with me? We have to follow after it and we have to put it on. There are things that we have to do. We're going to read those texts. But I want to begin first with the the text on top. Turn to Galatians 6 verse 1. Galatians 6 and verse 1. As we seek to find some kind of meaning about what is the fruit of meekness. Galatians 6 and verse 1. Anyone there? Oh, my. People are meek today, Elder Marlon. <laughs> a quiet spirit is going on, right? <laughs> all right, all right, all right. By the way, meekness doesn't mean you have to be quiet, okay? Not because a person is soft-spoken. Are you with me? They're meek, Okay. Uh, that, that that you'll find that in the dictionary but you won't find that in the Greek. Okay. Alright, so what did I say Galatians 1? 6, six and verse 1 it says 3 four, 6 Brethren if a man is overtaken in what? Sin or any trespass, you who are are we spiritual people? Yes. Mm-hmm. Come on, y'all. So who is he talking to? He's talking to the disciples, us, right? If someone made an error, lapsed into sin, Jesus, the, Paul is saying here, listen, don't, don't get ready to treat them like the Pharisees would, right? He continues. You who are spiritual, restore such a one in a spirit of what? Now, now. Some Bible says gentleness, some says meekness. Remember, remember we talked about gentleness? It's another fruit of spirit. Are you with me? The Greek word for gentleness is not this word. It's a totally different word. It's the word for from. Okay. You see, in the, in the translations, that's why it's so good that we have softwares like our apps like blueletterbible.org. You need that app. If you're a Christian, you really need it. Because if you're studying a Bible text and something doesn't really, you know, jive too well in your mind with that text let go to blueletterbible.org. Now you're all students. All right? You don't have to go to the seminary anymore. All right? You can just take that app, right, Elder? Elder what? put the word in, put the text in that you're having problems with. It will give you the Greek words and the meanings. Blueletterbible.org. Very, very useful. Very useful. So in that, you'll, in this text, you'll find that if Paul is describing the fruit of the spirit and he says one is gentleness and one is meekness, wouldn't you assume that they are two different things? Yes. So you can't call meekness gentleness, right? Gentleness is more of an of a outward action, a mild action. We talked about it before. It's something that is that is done. Alright? Meekness is who you are. You never hear someone say, I acted meekly today, right? <laughs> Have you ever heard that? Because the word is not used in that thought of an action. However, the person is meek. Are you with me? Totally different things. So Okay, let's go back to our text. Brethren, if a man is overtaken in any sin or trespass, you who are spiritual, restore such a one in a spirit of meekness. And I love the rest of the text. Considering yourself. <laughs> now, it's, now it's giving the meaning of meekness. Considering what? Yourself, lest you also what? Be tempted. In other words, yeah. he's using meekness here to say it's, it's a quality on the inside of a person that God placed there. You did not place it there. That's why we are, it's a fruit of the Spirit. It comes from who? It comes from the Spirit of God, right? Yeah. All right. When we ask God for this, he blesses us with it. It becomes a part of us. Are you with me? It becomes a part of us. So when someone does something that is wrong, we don't go to the person and chastise the person. We go to the person like how Jesus would approach the woman at the well. Right? And we, we're, very, we're very careful how we love them back into the place that there should be. Meekness is an amazing, that's why people love being around Jesus. The folks who were, who did not in any way display a meek spirit were the ones Jesus was always struggling with. Because when they look upon others, they thought of themselves better than the other people. And je- meekness is something that reminds us always of who we are. It's saying, didn't it say, uh, consider yourselves? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Meaning what? We all need the blessed assurance and forgiveness of our Lord. Yeah. Isn't that true? Yeah. Because we're all growing. And, and what, what I struggle with may be different from what you struggle with. Exactly. What I struggle with might be outwards, but you are struggling with probably the same thing in the closet what's the difference? God knows are you with me? I remember we we looked at was it last week? we were studying about the sanctuary or it's the week before and we saw where Jesus is taking record of everything we do that is good or what? Everything has been taken Rebecca. Everything is there. So we all need, we all need the ministry of Jesus' forgiveness every single day. Amen? Every single day. So how should we approach it? We approach uh, excuse me. Meekness is the approach of restoration. It's a what? It's either attitude or an approach of restoration. And it is powerful. It will change lives. So the question is, how do we approach other people who have done wrong? In our families, at the workplace, even in the community. How do we approach people? Do we approach them like the Pharisees? Or do we approach them like Jesus? And what does that look like? A spirit of meekness. Meaning, you're not moving to condemn people. You're moving in a certain way, to restore them. Hallelujah. In my life, I have, throughout my journey as a believer, I have so many people who have treated me like this. They saw that I did something wrong. And like Nathan, right? Sure enough, Nathan said to David what? What? You're the man, right? That, that's being meek. You're being honest, right? You're the man. The way he approached David, David did not run from Nathan. Are you with me? What did David do? David. What? Repented. He confessed, right? Was David restored? Because of Nathan's ministry. Yes. Now, if, if meekness could turn our heart of a man like David, come on, y'all. We have hope. Amen. Amen? Amen? We have hope. Maybe those children we've been praying for for too long, all right? Maybe there's a different way to approach them. They're not a family member. Maybe God is saying, listen, Come to me and get what meekness, so you can approach them in the right way. Many people can come into the kingdom, and this is God's way of people coming into the kingdom. When we exemplify the fruit of the spirit, it's His way. It's His way. But let's read. Let's read another. There, there are several. We can go to the next one. There. Uh, uh, you know, I, I like this one, Titus 3, verse 2. Let's go to Titus 3, verse 2. Titus 3, and verse 2. You with me? All right. To speak evil of what? no one let me just read from verse 1 remind them to be subject to rulers and authorities to obey to be ready for every good what work to speak evil of no one to be what peaceable and then so you see the word gentler there the word there is a greek word for me For what? Meek. Meek. Not meekness, but meek. Meek. Not gentleness. Not gentle, but meek. So, to speak evil of no one, to be peaceable, meek. Come on, y'all. Meek. A meek person doesn't go around and speak evil about anyone. Are you with me? Before you say a bad thing about a person, ask yourself, did I say it to the person myself? Are you with me? I would rather people come to me and share with me something that they see in me. Isn't that, isn't that good? Before they share it with anyone else. Because if, I, if they come and they share it, especially if it's shared if it's shared from an attitude of meekness, right? Loving, willing to restore. When that is done, listen, you get a big hug. <laughs> you get a big hug, right? Because a lot of times I'm not seeing what I'm doing. Are you with me? And so God wants us, before we ever go and win a soul out there, We gotta make sure we're filled with the fruit of the spirit. You know why? You bring them in, and then they're thinking that these people should be people who act a certain way, and boom, and they just leave. Right? It's been months. I've been patient, working with you, the stepping through the scriptures, dealing with maturity. Being a true, genuine, authentic disciple. Are you with me? For a purpose. For a purpose. And those are the kind of people that I so love to wrap my arms around and grow with. You hear me? Knowing that they have my back, they're willing to restore, they're willing to strengthen and move forward. If the church doesn't get this, the church is going nowhere. Absolutely nowhere. That's the only reason why the church, the Book of Acts, grew the way they did. They got this. They had the fruit of the spirit. All right. Let's. Um. I mean, you want to look at another one? Let's go to First Corinthians four, verse twenty-two. 1 Corinthians 4 now you know Paul had major issues with the current Corinthian church major issues doctrinal issues in fact uh, in the church they were carrying their, their other members to court I mean all kind of immorality just running up and down in the sanctuary I mean you, you name it and, and Paul Wanted to deal with these people, right? But look at how he said he was going to work with them. Look at Paul's approach. Just so beautiful. What did I say? No, it's... Where am I? Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's right. What do you want? Right. First Corinthians four verse twenty one. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. Oh, I said twenty-two. See. She's being meek to me right here, you know. She's that's all right. That's all right. You know what I've learned, and I'm growing in this as a pastor. I'm growing. I have to make sure that I listen to people. I listen. And there's sometimes I'm wrong. I'll be honest with you. Sometimes I'm not seeing it the correct way. And you know what i am learning. I'm asking God for this to just help me. If I see a better point, if I see where I'm, I'm not going on the right with a thought, just relax and listen to what the person is saying. And if I see where it's a better thought, you know that's right. Let's move ahead. (laughs) You see what I'm saying? Because ultimately, it's for the best for the church, not me. You see what I'm saying? Only. It's for the best for everyone. And sometimes it's hard for us to put aside our pride because we can't be wrong. Are you with me? It's not a part of the fruit of the Spirit. It's not about being right, but listen to this. What do you want? Paul said. What do you want? Shall I come to you with a rod? They deserve the rod. Are you with me? That's what they actually deserved. Right? But Paul said, What do you want? How do you want me to approach you? Do you want me to come with a rod? And then he said, Let's go here. Or in what? Love and a spirit of? See, it says gentleness here, but the word here, the Greek word is meekness. Paul is saying, you know, I can come to you with a rod, but you know which one I I, I would rather choose? I just want to come to you with meekness. You're in the wrong, but the way to restore you out of the wrong is if I come to you with meekness, willing to listen, help. When A lot of people missed this part when Jesus met with the the woman at the well. Remember, what's the woman at the well? No. Remember what Jesus told uh, the lady who committed adultery? He said to her, his final words to her, go and what? Sin no more. He said, go and do what? Sin no more. Go and sin no more. But you see the way he approached her and forgave her, all right? She was willing to go do the right thing, right? Being weak doesn't mean that you're putting aside the law or the act of obedience. No. Oh, you're meek, so you're just, you're just quiet and you just don't say a word about anything. No, meekness is restoring someone, and you know how you restore someone? You tell them the truth. In, in what? Love, Love and a... Eh? Spirit of meekness. That's Bible. So Paul says, I come with a spirit of meekness. That's how I restore. It's a humility that, is, that only comes from God. And when people experience that with us, when our husbands experience that from us, when our wives experience that from us, when our kids experience that, it does something to the individual. And so, yes, maybe we grew up with parents who treat us a certain way poorly, but that's what they knew most of the times. You see what I'm saying? But that doesn't mean that there's something we should continue. Amen. If we're going to grow and mature in Christ, we've got to be like Christ. Amen. Nothing else. We can't be like self. Come on, y'all. Amen. All right. So I'll just wrap up. This, this is it, so again um, the illustration of meekness that really gets to me when it comes to the meaning is the illustration of a big horse have you ever seen the, those big horses I mean they're so strong you definitely don't want to walk close behind them right or else you'll be flying <laughs> so you don't want to walk Horse, right? It's big horse, but guess what? As big as they are, and as wild as they might be, a heart, a horse that is a meek horse, is a horse that is fitted. What do they call it? A bridle with a bridle. And that horse is submissive to the control. Of the jockey. Are you with me? He's so big and strong, he can flip you off and stamp you to death or do whatever. But that horse is so powerful, right? But yet still, he's submissive to the one who is in control. You see where I'm going? When Jesus said, I am meek, he was saying, Listen, I submit to the control of another person. And that person has full control of my life. Meekness. Meekness. In defining meekness, from us looking at the text, is the acceptance and submission without resistance to the will and desire of someone else. Only God can help us. Amen. Only God can help us to have this kind of approach to others. Question Anybody here wants to be under the full control of their mighty Father? Praise God. Praise God. It means that you desire meekness. It comes from God and is given to the believer who expresses faith in the Son of God who died for their sins and now they're claim him, claiming, claiming him as Lord of their lives. If you're such a person I'm going to invite you to stand. You have given your heart to Jesus. You desire for him to help you each and every day to live a life full with the fruit of the spirit of meekness. Maybe you're here today and you have not given your heart to Jesus. You haven't been baptized, which simply means you haven't married Jesus as yet. Maybe you're watching And that's where you are. We invite you just to get in touch with us here at the Garland Faith Community SDA Church. I would love to work with any of you. Elders are here to do the same. We'd love to get on the path where you can become a believer in Christ, experiencing forgiveness, and a right standing with God, but also growing in Christ. Amen? and becoming mature spiritually let's pray father thank you you're truly a good God you deserve our highest praise the truth is we're standing here today because we're all saying we want to be like you and at the same time we're saying this recognize it's impossible for us to do that by ourselves And so we're saying, Father, give us the spirit of meekness. Bless us, Father, with all of the fruit of the spirit. And I pray that you begin a change within our hearts, even today. Work within us so that we express the life of Christ to others. Make us meek. Father in heaven in Jesus name Amen, Amen. Amen.